Hi there, it's Sue, and thanks for joining me for Tips and Talk Day. These are bite-sized topics that I pull from community questions and things that I'm observing in the world of handmade small business. If you'd like to submit a topic, DM me over on Instagram at giftbizunwrapped. In the name of productivity, I decided that today I wanted to talk with you about eight tools that I use in my business every single day. And initially, when I was planning what I wanted to share with you, I thought it was only going to be five. But when I got right down to it, and I sat back and closed my eyes and thought of how I manage my day to day, I found that it was actually eight tools that I go back to and resource all the time throughout my day. Some of these are running maybe a little subtly in the background, and some of them I'm accessing on the regular. And you might be shocked to know (laughs) that the most important tool that I use didn't make the list. Can you guess what it is? The iPhone. I swear, if someone came up and wanted to rob me, I would let them take my car before they would take my iPhone. But I'm feeling like the things that I might want to talk with you about on my iPhone would take up a whole separate podcast episode. So for now, I'm putting that aside. Obviously, my iPhone, no question, no even contender for second place. (laughs) The very most important tool I use for my business every single day is the iPhone. But let's extend beyond that. Let's talk about some of the other things that I'm using because my list spans from the obvious to not so obvious and probably some tools you've never heard of before. Plus, I'm going to share with you the ways that I'm using them. So you may already know about some of these tools and just aren't using them the same way I am. So in the spirit of sharing, here are the top eight tools that I use every single day. I find these tools to be important for three reasons. Efficiency and productivity. So being smart with my time versus spending a lot of time on something. Second is clarity of focus for a similar reason. I want to stay on task with the projects that I'm working on. We all, I think, have heard at this point that there is no such thing as multitasking. When you jump from one task to another, you ultimately lose time in getting anything completed. And then finally, my third reason for using some of the tools that I do is continual learning. There are now so many tools available. And I just want to make a comment here about my strategy behind tools. Just because a new great tool comes out, I don't necessarily jump to try it out unless something's missing from an existing tool that I'm using. Because we can spend so much time testing out the newest and greatest when really it replaces and allows us to do the exact same thing that we're already doing. To me, that's a waste of time and energy where I could be getting something a lot more productive and useful done. So with that, let's go ahead and dive into my eight tools. Some of these you're going to know, some of them might be brand new to you. First on the list, Gmail. Now, I know there's a lot of ways we can communicate with each other these days. There's phone messages, there's direct messages through social media apps, but I still feel like email is a specific and very important way that people are messaging. But our inboxes are crowded. I don't know if you have as much stress about this as I do. 
until I found a great system through Gmail. So let me share with you how I'm using this because I think it could help you as well. I have several businesses, as most of you know, and I have multiple email accounts. So I have my personal account, which is just a free Gmail account. And then we have multiple emails for the ribbon print company. We also have multiple emails for Gift Biz Unwrapped. Plus, if you're getting email from me, it's probably from sue at suemonheit.com. But the thing that I love and I'm able to do is merge this all into one mailbox. So I only go one place to see all of my emails. The different areas of my businesses are color-coded, like Gift Biz Unwrapped is color-coded as green, Sue Height is yellow, and the Ribbon Print Company is red, so that anytime I need to look for a specific email, I can just go and look at the color codes. This makes it so easy. I also really, really am trying to get to Inbox Zero. There were maybe two days in my whole life when that actually (laughs) happened, but my inbox these days is much more manageable. And the way I'm doing this is through folders within Gmail. So I have a number of different folders categorized based on the content of the email if I need to save them. You know, some emails you can just respond to and then you can let them go. But I have emails for podcast guests. I have emails that are for some of the shows that I'm attending. There are personal emails, all different types of things. And I have folders on the side where I can categorize those emails if I think I'm going to need to resource them later. Otherwise, they get deleted. The other things, these are not specific apps that I'm talking about as part of my aid here today, but since I am on Gmail, I also wanted you to know about two other things that apply within Gmail that I use regularly. One is Boomerang, which allows you to write an email on a Sunday night and then have it delivered on Monday morning, because heaven forbid you start training people that you're working on Sunday night. Not a good thing in terms of bracketing and balancing it, putting boundaries around your time. The other really cool thing about Boomerang is if there's an email that you get about an event that's three weeks from now, you can have it disappear from your inbox and reappear a day or two right before the event. So it doesn't sit and take up space in your inbox, but it's going to come back to you at the exact perfect time. The other app I use connected with my Gmail account is BombBomb. Some of you who have gotten messages from me have already seen this in action. What it allows you to do is respond via email with a video message from you. I'll do this for my coaching students, people who have joined Makers MBA, support issues for the ribbon print company, or other places where I just want one-to-one contact. Love the fact that that connects with my Gmail account and can use it for personal messages of all sorts. Second on the list is Canva. I absolutely love Canva for so, so many reasons. I originally started using Canva just for what most people probably use it for, social media posting. There are so many images available now, fonts available templates so that if you're not a great designer, you can go choose a template and just replace images and text and messages that apply to your business. You can add in your own brand colors, all of that. But since then, 
Pretty quickly, I found that it could replace going into Photoshop all the time and spending so much time there manipulating and adjusting all those layers in Photoshop. I really, only by a very, very rare exception, ever go into Photoshop anymore. Everything is done in Canva. Social media posts, my inspired daily planner that was all created in Canva, I'm now doing presentations in Canva. Some of my online courses have now been created in Canva and even video montages for personal use. So much capability there, so much power. And guess what? It's super fun to use as well. The other thing I'm doing in Canva, and I just figured this out recently, is instead of uploading all of my images to that master file on the top, As I make folders, which I've already been doing, so separating the work, when I'm doing a presentation, for example, pretty quickly I'm going to be doing a couple of presentations at some trade shows here near the end of the year. And as I'm finding images, pulling them from my camera roll, pulling them from other photo subscriptions that I have, now I'm storing them in the separate folders that apply to the project. Didn't realize I could do that before until now. So Canva absolutely awesome for all the reasons that I just stated. Now, utilizing and accessing all of these apps requires passwords these days, right? Well, my favorite go-to password keeper is called LastPass. I have over, I think last time I looked, 370-something passwords because you have bank passwords. You have product, like vendor passwords, if you're entering in to purchase product wholesale, travel, membership sites, shopping. There are passwords for entrance into literally everything these days. And LastPass keeps everything organized for me. I can access it from my phone or my computers. And the other great thing about this is it's great for teams. My virtual assistant, my content manager, anybody who's doing any type of business, and needs access to social media sites, uh, the website, anywhere that they need to go, they can get access to it through LastPass without knowing my passwords. So super safe, super secure program. Absolutely love it. If you haven't checked it out, LastPass to store all your passwords, personal and business. That one pretty much runs in the background for me unless I need to access it. If I'm creating a new password, it will automatically trigger up and pull in and say, hey, Sue, do you want to save this into LastPass? Which, of course, I say yes, because everything gets saved there. Another thing that runs in the background is Carbonite. Carbonite is a program that will store all your files for you so you never have to worry if your computer crashes that you won't have access to your files. Carbonite allows me to sleep at night so that I know that my computers crash, I have access back to all of my information. Also, and this has just happened recently, I've had to change out a computer. And so by using Carbonite and having it programmed for that individual computer, I know that it's available for me in case of emergencies. As I'm recording here, I'm looking at the order in which I want to present all these to you, and I've just decided I'm saving my favorite one and the one you probably don't know about until the very end. 
Just to keep you in suspense, I guess. <laughs> okay, next up on the list, Dropbox. Oh my gosh, we use Dropbox for everything, and I'm not even kidding when I say I access this all the time. It's kind of like a backup system for me, and then also a place where I'll store files that other people need to access. So backup system, for example, we'll put files there that maybe I'll need if I'm out at a trade show and I need to share it with somebody. I can just access that file and email it to them, but it's already sitting in Dropbox, so I don't have to worry about finding it or figuring out where it is or calling back to the office for someone to forward it over to a customer. We'll also send up our final edited podcast versions up to a special Dropbox so people who need to access that can do so. And then also some of the course documents with Makers MBA are more easily accessed in that manner versus inside the program because they might be documents that are only specific to a certain class that's going through the program at that time. So everybody who's in each individual Makers MBA class then has access to a Dropbox folder that's specifically and only accessible to those who are in that class. Types of things I'll put there categorized in separate folders for all very different uses. The other great thing about this is if a document is revised, let's say Lori back at the office needs to change a payment plan for ribbon printers or something. Instead of her emailing me or sending it to me, she just uploads the revised and edited version right into Dropbox so it's always accessible. She doesn't even have to tell me she did it. She just knows that that's where I'll go to access things and it'll be sitting there waiting for me. Okay, moving on. I have three more tools that I want to tell you about. And let's see, I think the next one up is going to be SmarterQ. So SmarterQ is our social media scheduling app. I'll tell you why I use this one, but for the most part, what we do try to do is schedule within an app. We all know that apps like when you work within the services and the tools that they have provided for you. So we are using Business Manager to schedule a lot of things on Facebook and Instagram. We're scheduling our Pinterest posts right from within the tool as well. But the thing that I really like about SmarterQ is it allows for evergreen content reposting. What I mean by that is if you have a post that then directs people over to a blog that you've created and the content in that blog is good today, it's going to be good next year, and it's going to be good in the future. You put it in there once and it will just repost on whatever schedule you've decided that it should be. You can select individual platforms that you want things posted to, like we have certain things that automatically go into the private Facebook group, Gift Biz Breeze. We have other things that go into our public pages, all different types of things. And the flexibility there is fabulous. And I have team members who have access to it. How? Through the LastPass password app so that they can access and get into SmarterQ anytime they need to. Number seven on the list has to be my podcast app on my phone. I listen to podcasts all the time. Yes, you can call me a podcast junkie, not just for business learning, but for entertainment, sometimes for the news, all different types of reasons why I access my podcast app. I'm in there every day, multiple times a day. Even in my short car ride to and from the office, my office is like seven minutes away from my house. 
But even then, seven minutes on two times speed, you can get 15 minutes of a podcast listened to. So there's that. I bet nobody is surprised if you know me or have been hanging out with me for any amount of time that that would have been on the list. And finally, rounding this out is the one app that you may not know about. I'm going to guess that probably 95% of you are not familiar with this app. It's an app that you can download on your phone and it's called Brain Toss. And I use this to capture ideas, things that I wanna remember on the fly. And the most important thing about this is it allows me to capture information that I wanna remember but it doesn't stop me with what I'm doing at the time or completely get me off task with a project. You know how it is you are in the middle of something and all of a sudden you think, oh my gosh, I gotta remember to do this. I better just do it now. And then you get completely off task and you may or may not ever get back to what you were already doing. I use Brain Toss for this. Well, let me tell you how the app works and then I'll give you a couple of examples of how I use it. When you pull up the app, you have the option to either talk into your phone, take a picture that you want to keep, or write a note down really quickly. And when you do one of those three things and then you press send, it sends you an email. And so then later, when you see that email, you can take action accordingly. You know, put it in your day timer, save that email for later, you know, whatever is appropriate. Now, here's how I'll use this. Let's say I'm out with a group of friends and someone tells me of a great book or a great movie to watch. I'll just pull up my brain toss really quickly, hit audio, say the name of whatever it is that I want to remember, press send, I'm done. It doesn't even interrupt the conversation for the most part, but I've captured the information and since it goes to my email, I'm going to see it again later. If I just put it in notes or somewhere, I might forget to even go back and ever look at that again. I'll also use it when I'm out walking. When I listen to podcasts, I'll often think of something that I want to remember. And instead of saving that whole podcast when I'm at the end or forgetting where in the podcast that particular point was talked about, I can just stop the podcast real quick right there, go into my brain toss, say whatever I needed to say that I wanted to remember, send it on the way, and then I can keep walking and keep listening. I'll use this out at trade shows if I want to capture a picture, all different types of things. You can think of multiple applications for this. So if you've never heard of this, you definitely need to go check it out. It's called Brain Toss. All right, there you have it. My eight apps that I use absolutely every single day. Let me list them for you again. So if you are with pen and paper and want to check them out, you can do so. Gmail for email consolidation and productivity to get that inbox as low to zero as possible, but for sure to a level of sanity. Second, Canva. Posting, presentation, photo manipulation, movies, any type of creative project that you can imagine can take place in Canva. LastPass for keeping and sharing of passwords. Carbonite to ensure that everything you have on your computer is kept safe. Dropbox for document sharing, updating, and accessing. SmarterQ for social media scheduling and posting, but in particular, evergreen posting. My podcast app for continued learning and entertainment. And bringing us home 
brain toss for capturing ideas in the moment so you don't interrupt the moment, can live in the now, but access and use and act on information later. There you have it. The eight apps that I use every single day with a couple of sideline ones thrown in for good measure. The really cool thing about this group of apps is that they all are used and intertwined together. And let me give you this example. I just figured this out as I was recording the podcast. So here you go. This particular podcast, I had the idea for it. So I sent myself a message in Brain Toss because I didn't want to forget that this is something that I wanted to do. Then I recorded it on my computer and always know that if, heaven forbid, something happens, there's a backup because I'm using Carbonite. Then, whether it's me editing or my virtual assistant, we can get in there easily through LastPass. Then once it's all edited, we do graphics in Canva. We store the final MP3 file in Dropbox. Then we schedule posts within SmarterQ, send out a weekly email telling everybody about the podcast and other important goings-on at GiftBizUnwrapped. And then to listen to the show, I just pull up the podcast app and listen away. Now, to be truthful, I don't really listen to my own shows. I listen to others, but it's an app that allows us to extend the message further. So in publishing a podcast episode, we go through and use all eight of the apps that I just shared with you here. Can you think of ways that you can integrate some, if not all of these, into your business for the most productive use of your time possible? We have a lot of living to do. It's not just all about the business. That's a wrap. I'm a get-to-the-point kind of girl, and this is what you can expect from these quick midweek sessions. Now it's your turn. Go out and fulfill that dream of yours. Share your handmade products with us. We want them, and they bring us both so much happiness. 